trapped in my head. Hi everyone and welcome to Marinade always good to be back on here you guys have been leaving us some great feedback and it's always so good to hear from you guys what you want to hear from us uh what you're expecting and how you felt about the episodes that we've uploaded if you haven't listened please go listen we have about six episodes and yeah more incoming trying to give you something to marinate on every monday yep so yeah today we wanted to still follow up in the topic of self-care and we wanted to talk about setting boundaries as a form of self-care. And um, I think this is a topic that as we're growing um, into adulthood, um, into womanhood, manhood, that it's something you need to do for yourself so you're not like exerting energy on the wrong things. And just so that you're able to be more effective as a person. And so, yeah, that's what we wanted to discuss today. We hope that if you've never set boundaries before, that you learn to set some. And if, if this is a new topic for you, make sure you share with someone else. And yeah, let's know what you think. Today, we have a cute little listener Woo! in the audience. <laughs> so you might hear her talk and giggle in between. We're training her to do the podcast as well. <laughs> and so, yeah, she's here with us. <laughs> but yeah, so we just wanted to talk briefly about um, what boundaries are to us. And I'll just say for me, um, I think that boundaries are a limit limit you set for yourself and so setting a boundary is basically saying you know something it ends here or this is enough and so I think that for me that's that's really what a boundary is yeah I would say that for me a boundary is like a barrier a barrier of protection so when I say that I'm creating a boundary it means you are shielding yourself from something um, in order to feel safer to feel more protected or to feel more at peace. Exactly. Protected, honey. <laughs> uh, with me, I think I'm right in the lane of both of you. I, I'd say a boundary is like, is an intentional line that you draw to safeguard your peace, your peace of mind, and to safeguard your well-being. And it just, it, it, it shows up differently in different areas of our lives. But yeah, that's, that's a summary of what I'll say a boundary is. Because I know we're going to get deeper into this as we chat too so yeah yeah I think that overall um, it's just clear that setting a boundary or like putting a boundary in your life is um, a way to limit access Nana said um, it's like a boundary a boundary you put like it's like a blockade right yeah. and so you're putting yeah. this in front of yourself and you're saying okay you know what if it's even if it's up like a high wall it's saying okay you cannot go beyond this point and it's interesting, recently I heard something about um, being able to set boundaries doesn't necessarily mean that people will um, stick to those boundaries. And so what it means is that bound, you have to realize that because it's, it's a form of self-care you do for yourself, it doesn't necessarily mean that it will affect everyone else um, around you. It's something you do for you and so that tells you what you're allowing to come into your life and what you're allowing to go out. But yeah, um, yeah. I think it's also like, what, what is a boundary 
why is boundary a form of self-care or why do you think we need to have boundaries as individuals why do you think we need to have boundaries I think that like, you know, right now, I would say like for all of us on this call, we're ladies in our thirties. I think um, as women, and it can go both ways. Let me just even speak for us as women. I think um, the world we we find ourselves in today has um, presented so many things for us (laughs) to find ourselves intertwined in and intertwined with. And so whether it's our job, our families, our friendships, our relationships. And so why boundaries? Boundaries so that you protect your well-being, your mental state of my, uh, your mental state, your physical state, your emotional state, and your spiritual state so that you can be an all-rounded, well individual to show up for not only yourself, but for who you need to as well. And so it's very important that like, even as we find ourselves growing and like, you know, I think even chatting with you girls earlier today, you you realize that you don't have the same energy you used to when you were uh, 25 or 20 or even younger, I would say in quotes. So it's like, as we're growing, we realize that even dealing with people and as much as we're changing, people are also changing around us. So how do I put things in place that not doesn't necessarily limit me from being the fullness of a person that I can be. And I'll speak from my experience personally, you know, it's easier for people to say, Oh yeah, so you can do this. And she's available when needed and, you know, call her at this time. But even recognizing that as even get getting married you know recognizing that i put healthy lines in place so that i can not only continue to be the best form of myself ensuring up for my friendships and my other relationships but also be the best form of myself as a wife and future mom as well so yeah i think those are great points and like it just comes back down to being you, you set a boundary to be your full self guys i told you that we have like a new um a new uh, a new guest on marinate monday <laughs> in training <laughs> that's that's what you're hearing but i think that the goal is really to have like um to be full in yourself yeah i think um overall the the concept of creating boundaries in itself has become more popular as i think we're in an age where we're consuming so much uh, we're consuming so much more socially. We are seeing into people's lives more. I mean, way back then, like whatever people were doing in their houses wasn't so privy to everyone else. But we're in an age whereby um, you're able to see or people are able to present. Let me put it that way because social media is not exactly what we're seeing. People are able to present a certain kind of lifestyle and a certain kind of um, way of doing things in general. And so the overconsumption of these things has brought about the entire concept of people wanting to create a boundary or people wanting to say, you know what, this is what I'm going to consume and this is what I'm not going to consume. Because at some point when you're being overfed with so much information and seeing so many things, it has a way that it overall just affects you. And as self-care directly, um, us creating these boundaries is more of in a sense to protect ourselves so the boundaries can even be you know what i'm gonna unfollow these people because every time i watch them they make me feel depressed so i'm creating this boundary for myself that i'm not going to watch these people or um 
this person has too much access to me. I think I need to cut the access that they have to me because at some point people are uh, like begin to take advantage of you. And so that is why I would say we create these boundaries or the concept of um, creating boundaries has really come up because yeah. we are receiving so much. We're receiving an overload at, at this point of information. And it's important to be able to take care of yourself by cutting out certain things that you're receiving in order to be um, in a stable mind frame, um, whether it comes to social. I mean, I have people that I know personally that I have actually, um, it's, it's not blocked, but like you can limit um, seeing their, their stories or seeing their um, stuff on Instagram because sometimes it's too much, but I would meet them in real life and still talk to them and be free with them. But maybe their use of social media is not my preferred way of using it, or I don't enjoy their content. So in order to protect my peace, my sanity, my frame of mind, I create a boundary by limiting what I am taking into myself, my mind, my soul, and my body. So that's where I think um, overall um, why I think we create boundaries. It's to be able to operate functionally as a person with limited interruption. And I think um, for even for me, I think that the key thing for um, setting a boundary is protecting your peace, protecting your peace. And I think that that's such a crucial thing, um, especially for someone who, um, as you're growing, you have a lot of decisions to make. Um, you have a lot of planning to do. There are things like you've come to a pivotal moment in your life as you're maturing where you need to have silence. And if you have so many voices speaking into your life, then it becomes hard for you to flourish as an individual. So you also have to realize that you're practicing this self-care so you can have peace to process things yeah. that may be more vital to you in your life in the coming years, you know, coming days. If you always have people speaking into your life, saying what they want, you know, then it's like, how can you even enjoy your life? How can you think about the next thing you're doing? If um, in your major decision making, yeah. there's always people saying, oh, you know what? I think you should do this. There's a point where you need to let people know um, you do not have access to me in this way. If I need your suggestion, I will ask for it. If I need input, I will come ask you, you know, instead of always having people like stuff you with information. And I think that's so similar to what Nana was saying about like being in an age where we're consuming so much. There's a limit you need to um, put for yourself and even like your access to people. And I was sharing with you guys um, recently on my Instagram, someone's like, oh, you like posting about marriage too much. And I'm like, unfollow me, like block me. You know, you can mute me. You know, you can mm -hmm. limit access to what like you're looking at. And, you know, especially for someone who might be like, you don't know what my day to day is like. You don't know what my life is like overall, you know, and those five, 10 minutes I'm on social media trying to maybe release my stress or to find some peace. If you think my content is bothering you, like it's, it's not for me to change my content. It's for you to know that you don't have to watch me. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think you set a boundary in that sense where you can, you can let people know you know, like I'm growing as an individual, I'm maturing, I'm changing. And so if who I am or what I'm sharing is not something you subscribe to, and I mean this in no arrogant way, right? Um, you can let them know that, you know, this is who I am now, this is what I share. 
And if it makes you uncomfortable, then um, maybe find someone else to follow, right? And I mean, yeah. for this person that said this to me, um, it wasn't their first time. And the first time, you know, I was just, oh, I just ignored it. But like the second time is like, if this bothers you so much, why are you still here? And I think that's also something you need to realize. Like there's people that want to have some sort of access into yeah, your life, yeah. you know, and you also need to set a boundary for that, you know. And um, I think that you set boundaries as well when you realize people are taking advantage of you. And I think that's something that we yeah. can all just, you know, briefly speak about. Where is a point in your life that mm -hmm. you realized I need to limit people's access to me? I think, uh, yeah, um, I think I go back to, I think, growing up and as we're growing, as women that are growing, as men that are growing, um, we find ourselves being pulled, like you talked about, the overload of information. Um, but really, you find, as we're growing, we find ourselves also um, exposed to more responsibilities you know the responsibility I, I would say of being an adult when we were younger it's like we couldn't wait to grow up and then now you're going up and you're like oh adulting is real it is so real and so you get to a point where in as much as you're giving off in the energy and the energy you're giving off is it's like it, it, it branches into different spaces of your lives and those spaces and those aspects of your lives have expanded that the, if, if I was giving, exerting energy to like five spaces, it's like as we're growing, it extends to 10 spaces. So how much of that energy am I releasing and how much of, of that am I retaining so that I'm not giving off from an empty place? I'm somebody naturally who really, really enjoys just a company of people, you know, having conversations, advising friends, like friends who call me, hey, how do you make a long distance relationship work and all of these little things. And I really believe that God has strategically placed me in different positions in my life or different areas in my life in, in, in relation to other people so that he can use me as an instrument to minister to them. Now, one thing my husband always shares is that when Jesus Christ came to earth, he knew he was Jesus Christ. He knew who he was, but he was also a servant. So it's like, I need to know who I am as a person and how do I give value to myself so that in as much as I'm giving off what I believe I've been sent to do, that I'm giving grace to myself to not to give from an empty cup. So I think growing up, I realized that if I was a typical example, if I was going to spend two and a half to three hours over the phone, I might limit it to 30 minutes or 45 minutes and spend some time either in prayer, readings, you know, doing some things that I love doing, skincare, you know, so, so many other things. So it's just like finding those I would have, I would really entreat our listeners. I, I really would encourage our listeners to find pockets of spaces. It doesn't have to be so huge at a goal, little, little spaces. If you're going, you find yourself talking to, let's say mommy for five hours in a day, how about you, you start to limit it to two and then, you know, use the three hours to pour into yourself, do a hobby that you like. Is it walking? Is it running? Is it reading a book? I think it's like when people, when we think of boundaries, I think people just get scared because like, oh, I have to cut this friend off or I have to do this. You know, sometimes it's not about taking those drastic measures, but finding pockets of spaces and making yourself accountable to those pockets of spaces because 
it all comes back to how you feed into yourself so that you can be the best version of, of yourself for not only yourself, but for the relationships that you share. So yeah, that's what I, I would say. I think, I think that's so true. And just coming um, back to like, at what point I personally realized, you know, something I need to set a boundary, like what you're saying, Sonia, is so true. Like you need to find places where there's like pockets of peace, you know, little pieces that you can give to yourself. And I think for me, um, it came to a point where I realized um, I'm on my own, you know, um, if you're struggling through something, if you're going through certain things, you as a mature individual will have to deal with those things on your own, you know, and I think for me in those difficult moments, like um, those that personally know me like 2019, 2020, like those are really hard times of my life. And those are periods I realized that <laughs> you're on your own, right? And so you need to limit the access that people have into your life because which people will um, actually be there for you. And yes, setting a boundary is a selfish thing and it is a necessary thing that you need to do for you. Um, there are moments in your life where you would have to choose to be selfish um, for your personal growth. And, you know, I have these moments, I'm like, you know something, it's time for me to limit the access that I give to people in my life because I'm realizing that they're draining me. But when it's time for my cup to be filled, I can't find anyone. So I need to put some rules in place that will, and especially if you're not like, <laughs> one of my friends joke, she's like, I'm the introverted extrovert, right? And I just like, I'm an ambivert. Like if you're close to me, you'll find that <laughs> yeah. I'm very extroverted. Like um, if you're not close to me, it's like, what are you doing in my business? You know, and I'm, I'm open and I'm, and I'm talkative with the people that I am close with, but on my own, I love my peace and quiet. I don't like to be disturbed in the mornings. Like my whole family knows that I like to just be on my own in the morning, ease into my day quietly. I will never yeah. understand morning people that are loud and saving <laughs> and I won't, I can't, you know? Those are things that I like to do for me. And the moment I realized that this is the person that I am, how do I protect my peace? Right. And I realized, how do I protect my growth? I, I noticed these are decisions that I need to make for myself. And then I think also just realizing that not taking those decisions lead to burnout. And I mean, if you know me, like, yeah. like I've been studying law for like the last over five years of my life. And that in itself is a stressful career path that I chose. And so I'm already burnt out from my day-to-day -day activities, working, reading, doing all the things that I have to do. There's, there's only so much energy I have for other things. And so I think that it's a healthy practice. It's like looking at yourself, like um, not allowing toxic energy into yourself and making sure that your heart is cleansed, your mind is free, and that your soul is generally peaceful. So I think it was for me at that point, I realized um, this is the moment that I need to set about yeah. me for myself. I think for me, um, <clears throat> it was more of just realizing that um, over the years, I've just been this person who um, naturally always feels inclined to do things for other people. 
like if you know me and even those a few people who've come in contact with me know this is who I am in fact I had a, a really recent situation where my sister and I went to a Starbucks with our, our MacBooks and we're working researching and there's this lady who comes to sit beside us and so what happens is that she doesn't have a table but my sister and I have two tables like crammed up beside us and I told my sister I was like I told my mom like I feel like I should give her my table because she needs to work and she's like she's working on her lap and you know the silly thing about it is that if I give her my table I won't have a table right but my first inclination or thought was someone else doesn't have a table so let's like cram up on my sister's table and let me give her mine and then I after I told my sister I was like you know what I need to stop myself in my tracks and I was like this is me consciously telling myself that no I've been here I deserve this table like everyone else um and I'm gonna use it you know and so I just realized that you know being an empath, and for those who don't know what an empath is, is someone who naturally feels empathy for others. So you see people and not feeling sorry for them, but you kind of absorb the emotions of what you suspect that other people are feeling. And I say suspect because um, being an empath, sometimes you assume things like, oh, this person might need this. And it's something that I believe that God has put in us to be able to execute the things that he desires for us on earth, which is helping yeah. people, feeding the poor, taking care of the widows, you know, these are things God, I, I believe it's a gift, you know, but at the same time, if not well controlled, you end up um, being drained all the time. And it just got to a point whereby I realized not because um, I felt people take advantage of me a lot or people, I just realized that I was constantly exhausted. And I was yeah. constantly exhausted because I'm constantly going around doing stuff for everybody. I mean, even when I had my daughter, it'll get to a point where my sister is like, you haven't eaten all day. And I wouldn't even remember, even now. Um, I mean, I had a friend over and she's like, I don't see you eat all day, you know? And I, you don't see me eat all day, because, but I'm cooking. I'm cooking for my family. I'm cleaning around for my family, but I don't actually sit down to have a meal. So creating a boundary for me now looks more like deciding consciously to say, no, I'm not going to do this, you know? no, I can't help you. And that in itself for me has also made me realize, you know, limits my exhaustion from time to time. So it, for me, it wasn't really about um, maybe realizing that um, maybe someone did this or that, but just realizing that I, as an right. individual, was start having a poor quality of life, like poor quality of life. So I just realized that these are the steps I need to take in order to take care of me. Because if I don't take care of me, I can't keep this up for any longer. And so I think that's, that's more of what, and I feel like despite the diverse reasons for, um, they're all legitimate and they're all valid and they're all good reasons to be able to create boundaries. And sometimes I think coming from African backgrounds, we don't really know or eat into the concept of um, having a boundary because it's like, oh, I mean, we're a family. We can do this, we can do that. So when you begin to introduce these boundaries, people feel disrespected. I mean, I'm pregnant, I'm not gonna share with you, even if you're my best friend, because I want to seize this moment for maybe my spouse and I to enjoy this period. And then you have friends who feel like, why didn't you tell me? Do you think I'm a witch? Do you think I'm this? It's a boundary. And even if, um, I mean, there are people who mm. have got married, have had kids who have been close to, and they didn't tell me. And when they finally did share, I said, congratulations. I'm excited for you and your family. Yeah. 
because it's their boundary and I need to respect it. If I'm creating boundaries, I want people to respect. I want to be able to respect other people's boundaries. So I feel like it's also important to just come to a place whereby you know that it's not the boundaries being created are not necessarily about you, but they're about everyone being able to have a good quality of life and overall just having positive energy all around us. And that's that's yeah. like those are such yeah. things. I think that sometimes um, we need to create boundaries because people feel entitled, and that's like even another conversation for another wow. day. Um, I think that even as we're listening, like you have to also be introspective and ask yourself, when have I ever felt entitled to someone's time, someone's yeah. energy, someone's money, you know? And I, it even brings me back to like, one of my friends got married and we were really close and my husband also knew her and she didn't invite any of us for the wedding. And my husband was in the same class with her, like, and I had known her like for a while, right? Since high school and my husband, immediately took offense because he was like, I mean, you're close to my wife. You could have invited her as your friend, but then you could have invited me as a classmate because now it was awkward because people were asking him, oh, hey, like, aren't you on your way to the wedding? Everyone thought he was coming, but I was like, he wasn't invited. So he, he's, he's not about to like wear his suit and like just pop into the wedding. But at that point, I just told my husband, I'm like, you know something? I think we need to address your offense, right? Because another person might say you're like you're right to feel offended you know there's nothing wrong with that but at the same time it's like it's their wedding and they're yeah. allowed to invite who they want to invite you know mm -hmm. and then there's also maybe they thought they invited you but the key thing when setting a yeah. boundary as well and even people who are recipients of a boundary is for you if you're a recipient of a boundary if someone says uh-uh, you know, this is where it ends. It's for you also to not feel like, yeah. oh, I should know, but you should have told me. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. The reverse is yeah. being respectful of people's boundaries. And another one of our friends got yeah. married. We ended up finding out on Facebook, right? And none of us said a word. We just said, oh, hey, we saw you got married. Congratulations. And like weeks after, like she came and shared with us like what happened, you know, um, personal family situations that like yeah. having the kind of wedding that they did, right? And so I think that even as we are not necessarily like pushing our boundaries on people, but setting up boundaries for ourselves, when someone yeah. sets a boundary for you, uh, yes, be open and willing yeah. to receive that boundary. You know, yeah. be willing to say, you know, something like, yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm hurt. It's okay to be hurt when someone sets a boundary, right? But it's yeah. also for you to realize, I don't think they mean to offend you. They're just protecting their peace. They're just protecting their mindset. Yeah. And there's, there's so many scenarios. I could go on and on and on. Um, but you guys know which yeah. podcast short. But yeah, like <laughs> on and on and on. There's people that have had premature babies and. You know, they've needed that time as a couple yeah. to go through that period, right? Mm -hmm. And go through that period in private. So it would be so inappropriate for me to come and say, ah, you had a baby and you didn't tell me. Why are you entitled to that information? And I think that, I, I, mm -hmm. yeah, you need to, we need, uh, I was, need to check ourselves. I was just going to say, I was just going to say that like, and as much as, and I, I, I I, I feel led to reiterate what you said, Mame, and Nana to shed light on. And this is the part where 
setting boundaries goes both ways. You know, it's you and another person. I think that people need to recognize that in as much as you're building things to protect your space and your peace, other people are doing the same thing too. And I think that we should be very open and we should be um, respectful of other people's decisions in as much as we desire that people are respectful of ours. One thing my dad says, if you give respect, you get respect. Um, so, but it doesn't automatically mean that every time you set a boundary or you put certain things in place, it's either going to be received well, or it's going to be reciprocated. What matters is that you keep in mind to be respectful of other people's decisions and the explanations may never come. An explanation may come, may come to you years later or the next day. It doesn't matter. What matters is how much value you place on your decisions, what you making sure you stay grounded in your decisions. And if you feel led, communicate your decisions and don't have like, I think I want our listeners to be, uh, to be reminded that you, you can't have the same expectations of others as you would, you would, the things you would do, you can't expect others to do the same, but in, in, in being Christian women and being on this podcast, we're always preaching the message of love. So in as much as like, I have set these boundaries and someone set certain boundaries for me, I am inclined to be respectful and receive those things in love. So, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And like, just coming to like the end of this podcast, I know guys, we're going really deep and then suddenly it's like, we have to end. But I think that like, overall, it's realizing that it's important to set boundaries for yourself as an individual and equally give people that respect that you would want to give people what you would want in that time. You know, um, asking questions that are intrusive, invasive, those things are inappropriate, right? And so if someone says, I am not comfortable discussing this, or I just didn't feel like sharing it, you need to realize that they're allowed to do that, right? They're allowed to do that. And also ask yourself, why am I so offended by this boundary? Why does this bother me so much? You know, I think that anytime we are triggered a bit, we need to have a moment where we ask ourselves these questions and that will change our overall perspective to life in general and to people's boundaries. And so, yeah, as we're ending this podcast, we just want to say, um, set a boundary for yourself, respect people's boundaries, love others. And I think that will contribute to you having good self-care, having a good overall lifestyle. And yeah, that's it for today. And guys, thanks so much for listening. It has been Marinade Marinade Monday. Monday.